0: Go. Throwback Thursday, Throwback Thursday. What's up, man? I'm Anthony White, a White, a Dot, whatever you want to call me man. Van House over here. <laughs> hey, what? I can't never get that screen right, but uh, nah. So, what's up, man? Another Throwback Thursday edition of the Locker, man. How, how you How you feeling out there? And you, are y'all safe down there in the
1: man, in the Bayou, man? For For once. It missed us. It it went out. Praying for Lake Charles, in, uh, Western City of Louisiana, is close to the border of Texas, so it kind of hit that that border line pretty well. So it hit that uh, what's that? Orange, Texas, Beaumont, Texas, Lake Charles, Alexandria, a little bit, and we went on north. I got a lot of rain though, but but definitely not the 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 wind destruction that those guys got over there. What's the expectation? They expecting y'all to get a little taste? Or- oh, no, 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 no. It's past now, brother. It's oh, okay. coming north. It, it hit us late last night and early this morning. Oh, so y'all done? Like, it's just Yeah, yeah it's done, done. Yeah, once it oh, passed, okay. it's gone. Oh, man. Okay.
0: Yeah, it, they it, say we're supposed to get a little t- – I mean, we they say we're supposed to get like 20, 30, 30-mile-an-hour
1: 30 winds. We're supposed to get a little Yeah, y'all, taste, y'all should know. get it probably tomorrow morning, I'm thinking I think they're saying tomorrow evening ish. Okay. All right. Talk tomorrow evening because it's gotta be past Arkansas coming up that way now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: so they are on their way up here, man. So uh man, I I, I know we get we got a, a formal teammate come on. Sorry we we cut we a little bit late today. I know uh I used to have the luxury of, of blaming it on uh <laughs> the elder elder Hiles, <laughs> but uh you know, he, you know, he sit at home, he got his own business, you know, he pick and choose his battles and, and, you know, he got a lot of time to get things together. But so we're a little bit late and this is my oh, oh, It's oh, a little oh. bit late. So. I'm
1: sick of that. Shit. I hate it when people think us, us self-employed people should be sitting at home doing nothing. Bruh, we work doesn't look, being self-employed, just like being employed. The only difference is if I don't want to work tomorrow, I don't have to, but if I don't work tomorrow and my client needs some work done, I might not be the <laughs> might not be working with that client anymore. So I can't just take off just because now if I want to, I can, but there's some repercussions um doing it if I if I do it. I'm just saying. It's not it's not quite what a lot of people think. I, I don't I don't have my own like um I'm trying to think of what like my own lawnmower company or something like that. Landscaping business. It, it isn't. It isn't quite like that though. Just, FYI. Okay, man. All the businesses I own,
0: I feel like I do more working than than anything. And I and I'm and I'm. I stay behind the eight ball. Like I stay back. Like I stay back there. Like I stay pushing. Like I don't know. So I, that's why when whenever you, you know, every time I turn around, you available to talk. And I know, I know you ain't talking about nothing. And I ain't gonna use. T- we need to cut down on the curse words because this is <laughs> geared toward. <laughs> no, I know. You know it's a locker. We do we yeah, do. No. But this is geared toward uh, scholastic high school yeah, yeah, kids. And yeah, so yeah, when yeah. they viewing it, you know, I, I don't want to have to put the explicit filter on when all, I put it on podcast. Although, <laughs>
1: although I'm sure their coaches have said something to this. Oh, yeah. yeah we, <laughs> now, yeah. I'm going to tell you this. The reason why I am always available, and this is why I have stayed in business for 20 years, is because I'm at my laptop all day. So, I got my phone or my laptop, so um, just because I can talk to people doesn't mean I'm not doing something else. Like right now, I got a client pinging me right now. Um, I can multitask. The same way I can look at the quarterback and the receiver at the same time and jump around, the same way I can multitask now. And what was your record? I had eight interceptions, bro. I
0: didn't say yours. What was the record? I said I had eight, eight bro?
1: interceptions, bro. That's, that, I was talking Five. about my ability to cover and look at the – quarterback and receiver at the same time. I had eight no, career interceptions. I give you that
0: and I won't I won't I won't hold you I won't hold you on that but I give mm-hmm. you that. Mm-hmm. But if you got ten other players thinking the same thing you saying, that turns you, out to be four. That's that's four and seven or yeah. one and ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so we it's a team unit is a unit game we man. It's one. Yeah, i one yes
1: that's, that's yeah that's
0: true. Yeah so you'll buy that you'll buy that Ah uh, but when you were six or six you was a pup. So I don't know if you was g- giving all that that reading everybody and know what everybody doing. And, uh, that's, that's where stuff. it
1: started.
0: Nah, so, oh, no, we so you lined up a, so you lined up a, well you you ain't lined up. You you lined up, but I'm saying I ain't trying to make it like, you know, some one of our homeboys or whatever. I am lined <laughs> you know, up
1: it's
0: fresh. It's way back there. Now you, you <laughs>
2: ain't lined
0: up. No, so 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 we got a guest coming on that you know, particularly you played more downs with him, a little closer. You give a little insight, so we don't get Ryan Lemon where we just get jumped into the show without, without any, you know, I mean, without any introduction. We just have a guest show up, <laughs> right?
1: So are, are you are you telling me to give the introduction now? No. Oh yeah. No, no, just tell them what we go, what we getting into later. All right. Let's so see. we we got as I have said on this broadcast and other broadcasts that we are going to have probably the best, if not the best, definitely the most complete safety I ever played with at UK. Number two, he was the best athlete in the secondary when he was here by far, wasn't even close. Um, uh, I know Stephen Hall would probably, uh, bitch at me about this, oh, excuse my language. He would probably complain oh. about that, but Reggie man was that dude. Oh. Uh, and he is—he—he's the author of a new book. It's called the Recruiting and Playbook, and it's a—and uh, it's a guide to the the steps that the prospective student-athlete need to go through. And I'm sure it's, it's it's for the parents too. So, if a parent or a current high school player wants the the ins and outs, some tips on how to get yourself seen, I I suggest you purchase this book. I sent it. I I posted on my um my twitter account and i'll add it to the locker one too you, you can either buy a hard copy or a kindle version
0: i noticed i saw you can get it i saw you can get it uh we on the on your little the, the millennial versions not the paper version you get right. the millennial versions
1: but now, I, there's, uh, not like, there's not like a hard copy i'm i'm getting both because i'm going I'm a am gonna put that hard copy on the shelf you know i don't want to put the creases in it and i'm about a kindle version so i can read it you know what i'm saying before we get to the man, that, did you, did he autograph? Did did you get yours autographed?
0: You got That's autograph That's a damn
1: good question because I ordered a book from him, so it's as better autographed. Come on, man, why do you keep cussing? I'm sorry, I'm Just sorry, kids. We're in a locker, man. Change, but we won't. We're gonna be talking to kids, of the show.
0: man. His name of the we, show. we, but are you trying to influence kids? Are you trying to influence get young young hurdle hiles ain't on here we're not talking to hurdle hiles because you're responsible for hurdle hiles all day long you can do whatever you want with hurdle hiles
1: multi event hiles has heard all the words
0: well I, I'm gonna I'm, going, I'm going, Spanish I, too before we before we introduce him bring my in I'm, I'm gonna piggyback off what you said I don't know if he the best safety that that's been in the UK he may or may not because I now say no, that I say hold, no, on, hold, hold, on. hold on hold on I, say I didn't that, say I you said the best it.
1: Right, so that's what I'm I saying. You that
0: you play with. Yeah. I I, with him. And if it was not a knock, I was saying that I didn't get a chance to play with him. Okay. But he influenced me when I was at defensive back. He was one of the dudes that was a dog and took me, you know, look at Ann Warden chimed in and uh he took me, you know, he took me under his wing. Everywhere I've been, people took me under they take But Reggie was one of the dudes. I, I knew he was an athlete and he talked about playing basketball last time he was on over at the city. I remember Reggie on Damn, Reggie go. Cause I, you know, hoop was my thing too. But I'm just saying, I didn't play with him. But I knew he had a good heart. But I knew the boy could play ball. That's why he played on the next level. And and I think that has something to do with, like I said, when you start talking about the book. That as a freshman at UK, he didn't have to worry about me, man. He trying to make it to the next level. He worried, you know, he got to get where he got to get because there's other people. And I ain't gonna say no names. Some of them on the screen right now that didn't worry about me as much and was and played with me for at least a year. Reggie. I'm. I know I I'm talking, but it's a little more than just the hey, your rep kid. Hey, you need to do this, or you know, if there's a rep going on that he ain't want me in this position to get get my head blast. Hey, hold on, let me take this. One. You got you. You get the next one. So so he looked out for a player, but without further ado, man, let's let us let us get the man himself, Reggie Reggie Rusk, in, the, in here so he can speak for himself. Hello, Reggie.
1: What's going on, on, man? You you hold are, on. He's muted. What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? Hey man, hey!
2: Trying to avoid 2020 like the plague. <laughs> we got hurricanes, viruses. I can't call it. Bruh.
1: There's
2: a lot going on.
1: There's a lot going on, man.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: But how's that? Ma- go, go ahead. Aunt.
0: No, I was gonna say. He said, "There's a lot going on." But there's a lot going on. How you got time to write a book? You and Van. Right. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you and Van do the show because I gotta go to work. I got things. You writing books. You teach kids, <laughs> man. Man, uh, how do y'all have all this time to hey, do all this stuff? Hey, that
2: book is uh, three years in the making. Matter of fact, you know what? Um, One of our UK alumni, uh, Stephanie Perrat, helped with that book. And she went to UK. Is and this I wanna, Stephanie
1: I, I didn't know it was Stephanie Peratt. I always call her a parrot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh I did,
0: too. I did.
1: <laughs> What's up, Steph? Yeah, okay. I gotta oh, that's give her a
0: good out. stuff. That's good yeah. stuff, man. Yeah, we gotta yeah, definitely yeah. plug that. That's good stuff. You
2: he helped me a lot. Yeah, definitely. So, where's so where is she?
0: Where is she, she at now? She's
2: still
0: like in touch. If, oh, okay, okay, Uh-oh. okay. Uh
1: oh, uh oh, are
2: you? Are you?
0: No, man. Come on, you're man. You trying to? you trying to put
1: in the I'm, I'm just saying. You try.
0: Ben, I'm a happily single guy, and you don't even know her. You don't even know her situation for you to be, you know, making this a. Hey, we got we got Reggie on here. So you know they're watching oh, 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 from coast
1: to coast, hold on, hold Cali on. To, Hold on, we're in the locker. You know, you know, I can't curse. You said today that you don't care who the is. You're gonna put your resume on on top, ain't you? You got to try the best?
0: I'm Come 40 on. some years old, man. This like, you ain't talking to 23 you oh, year you old, ain't old white, years. man. Yeah, 40, 40 old, some, man. Jessica,
2: she all age? And she's in Kentucky. And hey man,
0: Mark. listen what I'm trying to tell you, Big uh, Uncle Reggie. I ain't gonna call you Uncle Reggie because you're old and nothing. Because I feel Big, big breath I call you Big Brother. Big Brother. This, this is the thing. Y'all got in y'all forties. Y'all got. Well, y'all was married before y'all got forty, and you because 'cause y'all wizened up. I'm forty years old now. Like I don't see opportunities anymore, man. I just see advancement. I just see advancement. I don't see opportunities anymore.
2: You want to have somebody uh, when you start getting older someone to share all of your success with so find that person that completes you and can help you through the process
0: preach you know i, I found that I, I did find that person for real
2: okay
1: y'all y'all
0: y'all looking at y'all looking at him they, y'all they looking at him right now him forever. Yeah, you i found that person that completes me that i get along with you looking at him right now you, you hey guys <laughs> Hey guys. i found that hey, person
1: right. <laughs> Hey. so so Rez, tell me tell me how this, this this book came about man what you said three years of making what what got you to think about doing this book and and push you yourself to even do it because man I've, I've been thinking about a book too I'm still Seven <laughs> wrote hey. the first word.
2: Well I think um, you know I was one of those guys that that easily could have fell through the cracks in high school. Um, a lot of opportunities uh, were not there for me early on. And it wasn't because I couldn't play. It was just things happen. Right. Um, And I was fortunate enough to have someone that was in my corner. So when I got the opportunity, I felt like I needed to put something out where I could help other kids who may slip through the cracks. Um, There's a lot of four and five star guys. Colleges already know who those people are. what about the guys that really are the heart and soul of every university the heart and soul of the nfl or nba whatever case may be what about those guys what what happens if they fall through the cracks so um i wanted to make sure that i put this guide out and when i say three years in the making it's actually longer but three years from actually starting to actually write. Writing was uh, sort of a therapy. Um, you know, being away from the game, you go through things, and uh, the writing part was just a way for me to kind of escape and have that therapy. So um, Stephanie really helped me along the way uh, with finishing it off. She did an excellent job for me. Um, but I, I definitely wanted to get this out. I wanted to make sure that I reach out to as many kids who uh, are willing to listen, because there's a lot of companies out here with guys who have never been through the process, who are are, are ripping people off for their money, and I just got tired of seeing that happen. Facts.
0: So, so, I was looking, uh, doing a little research myself, I didn't actually get a copy yet, because I work, unlike some people, but... Um, <laughs> I've not, I noticed, and it's funny. Do you have different covers for them? Are there different? I see. I noticed. I saw a female athlete on one of the covers, and I also saw yeah. a football player on. Okay.
2: I have a couple different copy uh, covers. Um, one is a, a female basketball. I actually have a um, an athlete. Shout out to Brianna Turner. Uh, she's in the WNBA. Wow. Um, so I don't want to make this all about football because at the end of the day, kids fall through cracks at every level, every sport. So, um, but the information in the book is still the same. There's a lot of different strategies that can be used that can help a kid figure it out on their own and help a family figure it out on their own where they can do a lot of this legwork and um, get themselves out there. And uh, I just got tired of uh, people taking advantage. Of. We are athletes get taken advantage of on every level. When you look at the wee, you got the parents, and, and these these uh, guys that maybe didn't make it and they um, are living vicariously through the kids, they're using these kids and taking advantage of them. Then you get to high school, you have some high school coaches who care less about the kids, and they're taking advantage of them. And then once they get into the business of college and the NCAA, they're being taken advantage of there as well. And then the NFL, we all know, it's a business. It's, it's nothing personal, but, um, you know, it's a business, and, and people are taking advantage of there as well. So um, I just wanted to speak out and and give these kids an early opportunity to get the information. And I can lead you to the water, but I can't make you drink. Right.
0: Is there a – I know lately we've been having people on. Is there a certain – can you think of a certain situation or instance, because I know a lot of my instances in life, that something that either happened to you or you've seen happen to a kid, like – I'm not going to let this happen again. It was. It, you got any instances on that that you can give people a scenario without using names? Because we're talking about maybe probably youth, but is there a s- certain situation or two?
2: Oh, man, I got a lot of situations. But, um, you know, I, I, I had kids that went off to major Division ones, and when they get there, they've been lied to. And, um, you know, it puts them in a vulnerable place because they don't know. And, you know, here it is, they they're having to transfer to different schools and, you know, kind of set you back a little bit. Um, I've had, you know, instances of that. I've had, um, you know, kids in little league, you know, have been, you know, I think at that level, you know, it's, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be where they can enjoy it. And um, I think uh, the adults make it a job when they're eight, and nine years old. Um, And I work with countless amount of um, high school athletes and man, you know, and I'm not knocking any coaches and I'm not talking about all, coaches, but I've seen some coaches who really don't care about the kids, whether they are trying to go to that next level or not. So I make sure that in the book, I I make a point to let them know that you have to go into your coach freshman year and let them know, hey, I want to one day possibly play at the next level. At least let him know that, so that way, um, you know they they know firsthand uh, is he putting in uh, is he going to put in the work that required to become an athlete that can play at the next level. But you have to let those coaches know because if you don't, I mean, if you're a late bloomer, then he's not even gonna he's not gonna they're gonna only focus on the kids that they feel like are the ones that go to the next level. So,
1: so, so how, so um, what? Can the parents get from reading your book? Because I'm sure there's some some things that the parents can take from it too.
2: Man, I dropped a lot of gems in there from um, you know a lot of parents may not know what core GPA is. Like having to, that understanding and knowing how many um, hours that you have to have credit before your senior year, or knowing about a um, uh, your visits, how many visits you get. Um, your you know just a lot of different things. As far as um, building a relationship with your counselor, that's important because counselors work with regular students on, on a more um, a daily basis than they do athletes. And we have a different set of requirements for us. So they have to establish a relationship with their counselor so the counselor knows that this kid is playing sports and he one day wants to play at the next level. So he, he has to understand what classes I need to take um, how many hours I have to have by this certain uh, period, what my SATs are. You, you'd be surprised, man. Kids don't even know what the NCAA eligibility is. They don't know when to sign up for it. So all of these things are in the book. They, uh, they break everything down for them so they can uh, make rational and reasonable decisions on their own career.
1: So, so I was getting that. So this is for anybody watching. You can get this for a parent. You can get this for your, your niece, your nephew, your your brother, your whatever. Uh, there's some insights in that that everybody can, can gain from, not just the, the high school athlete.
2: Think about this. Think about this. There are recruiting sites or services, right? Yep. So they basically have a platform where Van House is a sophomore in high school, and he wants to be seen by college coaches, right? Right. And we put your profile up, and it talks about you, the stats, and all of this good stuff. That's great. I'm a college coach. I go on there, and I'm looking for certain criteria, right? If right. Van Hiles is not two and plays safety and corner, I'm not really looking at you. I might breathe through and see your name, but I'm looking for specifics. How many times do you think a coach is looking for a 5'10, 5'9 cornerback? Like you think they're going online looking for a 5'10, 5'9 cornerback? No. Probably not. But what if this guy is five, nine, five, ten, can play? You watch his film, he's always around the ball, he's a leader, he he has good grades, he's good character, but he's he's not he's not the searchable guy. He's not the um, you know, the visual. Right. So This book is going to help those kids learn how to market themselves, And that's what it's all about is marketing, right? Um, The tools that they have that we all didn't have is the Internet. And all the coaches are on Twitter. There's no reason that a a kid doesn't follow and find all of the coaches that he's interested in. There's no excuse for that, right? So we break that down in the book as well. How to use social media as, as an advantage for you. And uh, we have kids, man. They're marketing themselves online. They're they're posting their workout videos. They know how to tag coaches. They know how to message coaches, and it works. Yeah. Um, I break down as far as going to camp. You know, I don't know how many of you guys. We didn't have a lot of camps when we were coming up, but now camps are huge. But the the bad part about it is, you go into a camp and maybe three hundred kids there. Mm-hmm. How do you stand out, right? So we give them strategies on how to stand out at a camp i have some great 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 strategies that every time i tell a kid to do these strategies it works because yeah. it shows that they come there and they're, they're uh meaning that they're coming there for business it's not i'm just coming here to to look good at this camp um so just having those different strategies really give you an upper hand when you're going to a camp and there's 500 kids and you're not one of the guys that they're recruiting.
1: And, and camps are big, man. That's that's how I got noticed by Southern Mississippi. It wasn't the athletic ability, so so to speak, because everybody's athletic. Come on now. Everybody's athletic. Exactly. It's the fact that the coach can see that you are coachable and that he can coach you. You know what right. I'm saying? Because that's huge. You get a guy who's not coachable, you get him, you're like, oh, hell, why did I recruit that guy? You go to a camp – you need to go to a camp that is on your level, too. Yeah. You know, if I'm not a five-star, so to speak, why am I going to waste my time going to Alabama? I should yeah. be going to your, I you know, in Texas, what? North Texas, your Rice, your SMU, maybe your Prairie View, your Texas Southern. Pick the school that's that's on your level so you can get looked at and not try to go to this other college where they really don't give a damn about you.
2: Exactly. Yeah, we've shot kids, um, you know, from Texas, And, you know, that's one of the things, like, if you're from Texas and you go to a Chicago or Louisville or or Kentucky camp, once they find out you're from Texas, because they probably more than likely don't recruit there, because we know they recruit in a uh, regional area. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. But if
2: you go there and you stand out and you use those strategies, they're going to be like, oh, are you going to, you know, are you interested in moving away from home? We know most kids want to stay close to home so their parents can um, watch them play. Right. And that's another thing that we we discussed, you know, like, do you, are you willing to go away, you know, because that's huge. You don't have that family support. And um, it'll save the coaches, it'll save the family a lot of time, effort, and money if the kid knows, okay, I'm fine with going to Kentucky and I'm from Texas, Right. right. Um, so those are some of the things that, that a parent needs to talk about beforehand. It,
0: the, one, the one thing I was trying to figure out when you were talking about this, uh, cause I got neighbors who always kind of ask me, is there anything in the book about, can you get through to the parents that don't want to let go? Cause that was one thing like I said, when I brought you up earlier, you know, you helped me make the transition from leaving Cleveland, Ohio, cause you know, <laughs> you're from Texas, you know, you've been in California. Cleveland, California, and Texas is nothing like Lexington, Kentucky. None of it. <laughs> and it And it was an adjustment. And, you know, it's hard for a woman to lead it. Or what's a woman? And I, I may be saying for fathers, I don't want to be gender biased. But is there, you got anything in there for, and I don't want to put you on the spot if you don't. But to, for, you know, for the parents to have it, it. Sometimes it ain't the kids who don't want to make their tra- tra- uh, transition. Sometimes it's the parents when your kid calls you crying or, you know, having an issue about staying you got to be strong enough to know that n- not this year, not next year, three or four years from now, this decision is going to pay off. Not this 15, 30 minute conversation we're having.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to think. I didn't I didn't go too too in depth with a lot of that because I do um, consulting with athletes. So the book is just a kind of a pre court cursor to okay. getting strategies, right? And then if they want to go more in depth, then they'll do the consulting. With consulting, that's a part of it is finding out, like, are you really interested in going somewhere else? I think I was just too, I'm not going to say dumb, but I just didn't care. You know, I didn't have that hang up to where um, I cared about going to Kentucky or going to California. I was like, okay, opportunity, let's, let's do it. That's just my personality. Some kids, you know, first time away from home, they may not be able to handle that. So um, I make sure in the book, though, that you need to, by at least sophomore year, man, you got to start having a 10 to 20 top uh, school list. And you can kind of narrow those down as, you know, you develop, right? Yeah, if, if you're 5'9", your freshman year, and then all of a sudden you're 6'3", but you still have all of these schools in there that you, that you like, they're in the area uh, that you like. Um, you want to have a list of those schools so you can start learning and finding out more about those. Because too many kids go to school and they think that it's great. And I'm a prime example. I went to Kentucky, and it wasn't based off of me having any knowledge of what was going on in Kentucky. It was based off of, okay, I like the recruiter. Um, I, I got three, four other guys that are coming from my school, junior college, that are going. So, hey, I'm going to go, too. And, you know, I, I, of course, looked at the conference, but at the end of the day, I didn't do my due diligence when it came down to going to Kentucky. I was going to go to USC and and stay in California, and I chose to go to Kentucky for whatever reason that I did. But you know, if I would have had someone, and we've had this conversation, right? Like if I had someone um, guiding me, maybe I don't make that decision because, I was the number two safety coming out of junior college, right? And right. then I make the decision to go to a school where the defensive back coach didn't recruit me? Right. And I'm not his guy. And I'm um, always looked at myself as a team player, a hard nosed player that's gonna that's gonna lead by my example, right? And I right. always felt like how could a coach not want me to be on? The field? You know, in my mind, I'm trying to rationalize that. But for whatever reason, that's what happened. And I had to get over that and, and, and go through that adversity and learn, um, you know, everything's not going to be all rosy. So right. that's what I learned at Kentucky.
1: Well, that's hey. the thing, man. Remember, that's 1990, 94. Yeah, when you were on, man, they, they didn't have all. You, you couldn't find the information. There was no information, man. You had to trust people. Um, yeah. But, um. Hey, tell me a little bit about this co- consultant thing. I, so you got the book, and is the information in the book that that is directed to you, to your consultant end of it, or how does that work? Yeah.
2: yeah. So um, I've been doing consulting on a, um, a local basis for the last couple of years, and um, I'm really trying to push to get it more um, nationwide. So um, I'm. That's really a, another reason why I wanted to make sure that I get the book out, because with the tips in there, I can give you the book, but having that that person that can guide you along the way is more valuable than probably even the book. But I wanna make sure that I put it out there just in case someone can't afford to hire me or any other consultant. They have the book right there where they can really just go down and say, okay, I've done that, I've done that, really have a checklist of, of uh, things that are going to make them more successful and to put them, be able to put themselves out there to um, other, to the colleges.
0: And you're muted, Ant. I did mute myself. I had a cough. Thank you. Good looking out. But I did want to ask you this. I was thinking, you know, we all kind of got different backgrounds from, you know, doing a show with Van for quite a while and, you know, knowing you and, you know, I was a youngster when y'all left, who, like, when you talk about the consulting and writing a book, if you want to, if you would, open up and discuss who helped you make decisions on going to college because I know you I don't think you regret the decisions you made but I think you made the decisions off of your heart because that's the type of player you are and I think that's the type of person you are. You type of person to think with your heart. And it may not you play in the NFL which is is great but you may not have achieved everything you could have if you had went somewhere where I think you would have been greatly appreciated. So parents and I say that because you know your book is geared toward the kids and parents that the parent, you know, I know my mother helped me, and she sees things that most people don't see, and so I don't know who 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 helped influence you through your high school to college or however you got to junior college, then junior college to 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 UK.
2: Man, I really didn't have anybody um, to okay. be honest with you. I, I made a lot of tough grown-up decisions uh, very early on. Um, I chose to go to San Francisco. I don't hmm. even think I discussed that with my mom, honestly. I just, like, like I said, I think at the time it was an opportunity. You know, do I stay here or do I go? And I, I wanted to make sure that I made good for myself and my family. But I made that decision. And uh, when I got there, I did have some great coaches who uh, saw things in me that I didn't see in myself, but they didn't force me to go either either way. Um, when I was going through the recruiting process, I made the decision. Like, you know, I narrowed it down because of, you know, I, I, I asked, um, San Diego State was recruiting me as well, and I had narrowed it down to Kentucky, USC, San Diego State. What? I asked the coach, I said, what if I get hurt? Will you guys pay for, uh, you know, me to graduate? And he took too long to answer. And that was the last time <laughs> okay, that okay. I spoke to that coach. Wow. Yeah. He, just, he just, he, he, kind of fumbled around with the question you know and he didn't give me a definite answer and I said okay that's the guy that that's the school I'm not going to go to if you can't answer that question for me and I asked the same question to the other schools and they got right oh yeah Kentucky the reason why I really like Kentucky because Coach Limbaugh was he was one of those guys that you could believe in you know you could he was so genuine that I could just trust him and that's before I knew anything about him and um, they were always sending me uh, letters and, you know, everything. So I, I guess I built up that relationship with him, and it made me comfortable. And then, like I said, you got an Eric Gray, who was the number one quarterback in the state in Texas, that was at San Francisco with me, and I saw him play. And he was definitely a, a NFL talent. And arguably the best running back I've ever seen in my life of Damon Carter, who was from Kentucky and was going back to UK, George Harris, a damn good safety. So when you factor in those three people going to Kentucky and then playing in the SEC, it wasn't as hard of a choice as, as you know, i make it because I'm looking at all the ingredients here. Tough, tough conference. I'm going with some friends. I felt comfortable with the coach, you know, so those things. And then when I went to USC, they didn't have the name on the back of the jersey. That kind of threw me the wrong way too. So you know, you, hey, you work real hard to, to have your name on the back of a jersey, man. I, I mean, I'm like, you know, I know USC is tradition and it was like one of the top schools, but I was like, man, you can't even get your name. And um, when I went to Kentucky on a visit, the facilities were just crazy. I oh. never like liked contestants. We they were, were new back then, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, they were yeah, new. Right. It was yeah, new yeah. Yep. They were state-of-the-art before there was state-of-the-art,
1: state right. Yeah. right?
2: So, like, all of those things went into my mind. But I've always been a, a, sort of an old soul, even when I was younger, man. Yeah. So I made a lot of tough decisions for myself. Let me like, let you, mean, ask both of you. Go let me ahead. ask both.
0: Let me ask both of y'all this though. This you know since you know it's gonna be on podcast and you know hopefully people share it with other kids with people who's been there and done that. Um, what percentage? Because everything you telling me and it, and it doesn't surprise me one bit from knowing you. Everything you telling me. What percentage do you think heart needs to be? Heart what comes from your heart and choosing, and that's why when your book like your heart may send you to the wrong place because your heart can go where a woman wants you to go. It could go where, you know, something that just sparkles and you like it. So you, do y'all have a, a, a both of, I mean, you know, both of y'all input. Do y'all have a, a, you know, a balance of how much it should be heart and how much it should be head and statistics? Or, or you just think it's just a, a thing you lay down and pray for?
2: I mean, I, 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 back then, I think you had to go with your heart. Back then. Now, you don't have to go with your heart. See, this is what I teach my kids you are a business you are a brand you have to make that university treat you as the business that you are you're in the business for yourself so if if i'm going to go to kentucky like if i was an athlete right now and i was going to kentucky there i would be thinking a lot differently than i would back then now i can do research how many kids graduate how many student athletes graduate from this school how many go to the league from this school so if I was looking, if I wanted to go to the NFL back then, I probably wouldn't have went to Kentucky because there wasn't that many guys actually going to the league from Kentucky, right? right? So those are a lot of factors that you look at. Like, I got a kid right now, he's at Northwestern. You know why he picked Northwestern? 99% graduation rate for student-athletes. That's smart, right? Everybody doesn't talk to these kids about branding themselves and being a business and choosing um, what school they go to on a business side and not just, oh, I want to go there because uh, they're the national champion. You might go there and it's you're six in the hole. You're six deep <laughs> and you never play. Right. So what good is that to go to Alabama
1: if you never step on the field? Right. I, I'm going to say this. Knowledge is keen. Knowledge can guide your, your heart. If you have no knowledge, then you are going strictly off your heart. If if you know my chance of going to NFL is is slim to none, I have a slight chance, but I don't have a it's not a high likelihood. Going to a Northwestern that has the resources and the alumni that they have is is huge. If you are that kid who can have that that education, you need to look at a lot more than just a football man. This is. This is four years that gonna that's gonna set you up for the rest of your life. And and if you you don't have that talent, let's say you do have that talent, but you have an injury, you need to set yourself up for your future beyond just football. And and there's so much at your fingertips now, man, that you can tap into that these kids got everything at, at their at their disposal and you should use it. So learn, research, do all the background that you can. So then you can go with your heart but it'll be a knowledgeable heart not just a unknowledgeable heart. Uh Reggie man, I'm
0: disappointed in you man. I'm disappointed Uh-oh. in you. I got to I got to off the I got to off the off the chart off the record not off the record off the screen whatever chat thing message. Uh-oh. And I remember this too. What is Damon Carter's biggest achievement at Ju- at uh, San Francisco Junior College?
2: Man, Damon Carter like O.J. Whose record did he? Thank you. OJ I just got a text because before USC and Damon broke all of his records and didn't play in the fourth quarter in
1: many games. <laughs> people
0: out. Hold on. Hold on. A- I just got a text about. I remember y'all saying that when he got there. I just got. A text I got something else.
1: That. that that had to be the season of '95. That's was the spring of '95, where um where Mo was hurt and Damon ran every rep. I think oh, that, that was ninety four. I
2: think that's when we first got there.
1: There was ninety four.
2: <laughs> that
1: man that ran friend. every rep, dude.
2: Every rep, dude. I've never seen. <laughs> Damon. Damon Carter was six two, about 215, 220-ish. Yeah. That had four three speed, but could run you smack over if you got in his way, and could <laughs> pull away from you. Like I've seen runs. And mind you, I played in the NFL. And I've been around a lot of great backs. You know what I mean. Like, but Damon, between him and Mike Allstock, those are the two only guys that I would sit on the sideline and get off of and say, "Wow!" Besides Barry Sanders or something. But you know, Mike, uh, Mike Allstock?
1: Mike Austin, Dude, like, don't 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 say that, dude. Don't I, say dude, that. Because he, he played against man. Fred Taylor. He played against dude. Fred Taylor is what I'm saying. I no no. Mike
2: Allstock, man.
1: Dude, I'm gonna tell you. He was a beast. That we're wow. here,
2: like in ninety seven, when he first him and he first came on the scene. Oh my god. Dude. Like, I ain't never seen nothing. A dude that <laughs> big, like he wasn't just running over people, he was just like juking and moving yeah. and running past people. Oh it was
1: <laughs> And I'm I, telling and you.
2: We used to sit on the sideline and and you know, defense is usually sitting on the bench, right, when the offense is up. We would be on the sideline watching because it was, we were just, like, entertained. That's how gaming <laughs> was. I mean, watching Damon, man, it was something special. In
1: 97, when we played Tampa, last game of the season, and people were turning down Mike Allscott. I'm just telling you, they were turning oh, him down. Yeah. Dude, that man. I, hey, that
2: that was 240. No, that was about 250.
1: I was about to say he <laughs> had to be Yeah. He, Dude, and for, could the, run. Hold on. for the bad part about it, here's the thing about someone that big, right, as a as a, as a, a DB. We had Walt Harris and uh, what's Carter's first name? Played at Notre Dame. They were the corners, right? So you think at that time, let me let him run by me, but then I tackle him, right? If you let him <laughs> run by you, you ain't going to catch up. That's a, So you don't want to hit him head on. But if you let him get two steps on you, It's gonna take you some to go get him. I'm just saying, he was he was bigger in person. You you. How tall was he? Very
2: big. Them shoulder pads were like. Dude,
1: Mike had to be six. What
0: two? Oh, I thought he was only like five ten or something. No, No, he looked short.
1: Dude, that was (laughs) a big man. Hey, you ain't, you ain't trying to tackle Mike Austin. That was a big <laughs> was through. I'm just telling you. No oh,
2: man. You know, now, between him and Damon, man, like, seriously. Like, I hated, like, that was one of the things I hated. I hated what they did to Eric, and I hated what they did to Damon, man, because I I, you, I think you told me that they wanted to move Damon. To, no, maybe Eric. Eric told me that they wanted to move Damon Carter to defensive back. Wow. Wow. Look, hey, this dude broke all of OJ Simpson's <laughs> records.
1: I will say this. I wish we would have had him one more year in 96 after Mo left.
2: Dude, they could have ran him and Mo and nobody don't, would. Don't. Mo and
1: Eric Don't, don't, bro. don't, 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 don't. He didn't don't, have an eligibility, don't. did he? Or did he transfer again to EKU? No, he transferred he into to EKU. UK. Yeah, he transferred to EKU, but. OK. He could have redshirted. Oh.
2: Man, we got to Kentucky. That was just a a, a mess. That was just a mess. Dang.
0: So what, what? What from the recruit? We gonna get back on recruit standpoint. So what do you think? Being a grown man now, because I, I try to go through that. We had a, a a show a couple weeks ago about coaches hiring letters. What would be the point in luring all y'all in here without intent to use you if you don't fit the scheme? Then you know don't kind of bring you. You have any idea what the intent was? Bringing you here, moving George from corner to safety. having you sit behind somebody? George, have an George OJ? A George, I thought George, George was a corner had, in uh, college. Nah, I'm in a junior a, college.
2: Oh, okay. George was a free safety. I was the strong safety. George had okay. George had ten picks our sophomore year. Yeah. Like George could, could move around in in, in the um, backfield. So. Um, I was a strong safety dude. I led every team that I was on in tackles. I mean, I, I brought that to Kentucky too. Like I led the whole conference in solo tackles. Like that's what I did. I found the ball. Wherever it was, I was gonna be by the ball. Now, why they brought me in, then I have no idea, you know, honestly. Because I, I know I could have competed. I didn't even really get an opportunity when I got there. They moved me from corner right behind Melvin within a week or so. Of camp. Well, so I really didn't get comfortable at
1: yeah. all. Well, and you yeah. said it all. And, and that's and that's what bothers me a little bit. And I can say this now is that obviously um, we didn't, your your position coach didn't know who you really were, per se. I don't know how much film you watched, but I will say this though. <laughs> Knowing how much depth we had in the DB room, y'all shouldn't have came, to be honest with you. Um, because like you said, you was a strong safety. Now, we did get a free safety, so they should have kept George at free safety because we had no depth at free safety, but we had a shit ton of depth at corner. Wait and a minute. You mean, you mean depth as in numbers or quality? Because I oh, beg yeah. to differ.
0: I beg to differ. Well, okay. Reggie, look, I see a smile on your face, man. No, no, you,
1: <laughs> I see a smile <laughs> on your face. No, see, but, hey, hold on. Hold on, see, hold, on see, hold on, though. See but, see, but that's the thing, though, right? That's the thing that Reggie said. Is in your eyes, and Reggie's eyes, it might not have been a quality depth, but in yeah. the eyes yeah. of the coach yeah. it That's to make the decision, self, right? Right. right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Take that aside. That's yeah. why yeah. it's key for these kids to understand. You have to understand where you stand. Where yeah. who how this kid came in here, maybe what he was rated for coming to high school, what his relationship is with the coach, uh, what what kind of person he is, and find out can I jump him? Is it really possible for me to jump that guy? If you yeah. three deep at corner and yeah. the third guy is a freshman, yeah. I'm behind yeah. a guy who's yeah. only one year older than me. Yeah. Is it really worth it? So you got to do your research, man.
2: I I, didn't, I I mean I can't even tell you if I did. I, I can't remember. Um,
1: I didn't. You know
2: I, I I don't think I did either. Like I didn't. I, I was. I had no idea. Like, I'm gonna be honest. Like I I didn't care where I went. I was right. If you turn on film from everywhere that I have been, I led the team in tackles everywhere. So like bringing me in, you're gonna put me around the ball. I should have started off at the gate at strong safety. Put me up, up on the line. I mean, turn on high school film. I played linebacker. Right. The reason why they played me a linebacker because I, I moved around the field and I I made tackles. I didn't miss tackles. I did the same thing at um. At junior college, I mean, I led the team basically in tackles. And then when I got to Kentucky, you move me where I'm gonna be efficient and I'm gonna make plays. Yep. And you need that other other guy in the box is gonna make that. That's me. I don't miss tackles. Like, right? yep. and I showed that at free safety. Right. Yeah. Having 102 tackles, 81 of them were solo tackles. Like at free.
1: And, and you were what, 180 pounds?
2: 185
1: pounds. <laughs> like the corners were bigger than me. Yes, yes, we, we, we were bigger than you. Yes, that's 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 why I, we have to implore these young kids to find out whom is the starter now. I'm gonna tell you something. He is a starter for a reason, and it doesn't. There are some guys who are not as talented as the guy behind him. He's a starter because that coach trusts him for whatever reason. I can't tell you why but he trusts him. So if you got a guy who is a sophomore who's starting, he's most likely going to start until he graduates. Find now, out if that's the guy in front of you and say, "Okay, that I love this college, but if I if I want to sit three years, I'm going to have to probably sit three years unless he gets hurt, right?" That's just the law of averages. The one thing though, the one thing that I think Reggie and
0: I got in agreement, but what you kind of even what you saying now we all have an agreement says that one, and I, and I know how Reggie feel, and I, and I think you feel the same way as well, Van, but when you say, and, and, and no disrespect, and this is just because I'm from the Midwest and I grew up Big Ten, I didn't know who Mo Williams was, and I wasn't saying I was trying to take his position. I'm not saying that. Right. I knew I could play ball, and I knew you could put me anywhere, receiver, DB, running back, whatever you want to do, but the thing is, when you say, I look at a roster well, this guy, well, you recruit me. You know, like Bo Jackson told uh, Marcus Allen. Like, hey, when that flame flew over uh, uh, Los Angeles, you knew your job was in jeopardy. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of most most of us players coming in that position. But you are right, though. You have to do the research because you never know if you are a be- better athlete, you may not get that opportunity. But guys like all three of us are going to say, you got a sophomore and a junior. Okay, yeah. Once they see me, all that's going to change.
2: They put me behind Melvin, which Melvin was a good player. Melvin was a real good player. So after about a week, I was at corner, and then they moved me. And this was out of Coach Smith's mouth. He said, Melvin has never made a full season.
1: Which is he true. He said he's mm-hmm. been injured
2: every single year. It's so true. you, it's just a matter of time before you're going to be the guy. That's yeah. That's what made me say, OK, I'll move to free safety. I know what I brought to the table. I, I just knew it. I didn't care who was on the team. To be honest with you, I'm just gonna be real. Yeah, I can play. I, that's all I know. I can play football. I don't care right. who's on the field. I'm coming here for a spot. I did not come way to Kentucky not to play.
1: Right. <laughs> right. That's and, and kids need to understand that man. It's, I'm telling you, man. It's I. I got lucky. Honestly, I got lucky because we had three seniors at corner. My freshman year so that was all the depth we had three starters really at corner once they left it wasn't that many in front of me so i got lucky that the the depth chart was deep when i got there like i had no chance of playing corner when i got there because we had those three we had three more so we are six deep at corner but once those three left it was wide open but i didn't know that i honestly didn't know oh well they got don cannon in, in AD, and they seniors, so I'm prying for the next year. I just went there because I liked everything else. Um, yeah. But now these kids need to do that research, man, because I the mean, next there's, year there's, we there's no,
2: At this point in time, there's no excuse for a kid not to know what's going on. Right. I mean, right. everything is so much more transparent. There's so much more information. If you don't know what you're getting yourself into, that's on you. That, I, that's, I agree. That's what it all boils down to. So I – The reason that's exactly why I wrote the book, because if I can give you tips that y'all don't know, right, like because a lot of the information you got to go and search for. But if I can give you these this information, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I had to do A, B, and C. I'm giving them more knowledge than they would have gotten, because, you know, like I said, I've dealt with uh, I've dealt with high school athletes and coaches for a long time. High school coaches are – and I have some friends that are high school coaches, but they are so – they will not send their kids to outside trainers hardly or outside influencers, you know, which everybody is not out for the kid's best interest. But when you find someone who's out and you know that they're out for the kid's best interest, you need to bring that person in as an ally, in my opinion.
0: So how many – let me ask you this off of saying that. How many people have you come across – Parents, and, and I'm telling you, I've run into this just casually because I don't get involved in people's business just because, man, people got reasons why they don't want their kid to go there. They only got their kid playing basketball when I'm like, your, your son would be a nice defensive end or tight end. <laughs> so, like, I'm not – and I'm talking about as a freshman, eighth grader. So they come to me and, well, you know, the coaches are saying this and, you know, they don't got them in this class. Huh? Well, how do you – have you signed up? And I don't – the name has changed, but I said, have they signed up for the clearinghouse as a sophomore – What's the clearinghouse? Oh lord, yep. are you serious? Yep. Like you worried about who we talking to outside, and you don't know what the clearinghouse is, and you and your kid is a sophomore in, in mid season.
1: Hey,
2: <sighs> that just proves my point. If, yeah. if I'm a high school coach, every one of my kids from starting in the ninth grade, they're gonna know what the NCAA eligibility center is. Yeah,
1: they're
2: gonna know when the SAT and the ACT is. They're gonna know why, what test should I take? If you're better in math. ACT. If you're better in English and writing, I mean, ACT for math, SAT for English and writing, right? Right. You're going to know those things, right? So right? Those are things that are fundamentally that you should know. How many hours should I have before my junior year so I won't mess yeah. up my freshman year and be behind?
1: Yeah, yeah. Shouldn't yeah. we
2: know this? Yes. Yeah. So I've reached out to schools and I'm like, okay, let's have a, a um, freshman seminar. Where we go over, yeah, we do that. We bring in the NCAA and da 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 da. The difference is this: is it hits different when you got a guy who's been everywhere that I'm that you're trying to go, opposed to some collar guy comes in that knows a lot of books. He can't. They
0: them out to sheets me. and just hand you them out hand sheets. Out they might not look at them sheets things. again. They ain't gonna look at them sheets again.
2: That paper will never be pulled out the folder again, right? Right. It's different when you got somebody on stage and you're like, oh, damn, he made it to the NFL? Oh, damn, he went to this big-time college? Oh, damn, he was all SEC? Oh, now the brain's working, right? Now they're going to yeah. sit back in their chairs like, oh, I'm this-. You bring a right. guy who ain't never even played up on stage to try to tell <laughs> me how to do i I'm over here playing with my friends. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the problem. You You have to relate to the kids that you're talking to. You got to bring in as many people. I bring in all kind of people. To talk to, to talk to my kids. Just because I play in the NFL, I may not. My story may not resonate with all of them. So I'm going to bring all types of dudes: four star, three star, one star, free agent, first round draft pick. I'm bringing everybody in, coaches, so everybody can have someone that they can understand and 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 listen to, and and understand the story that each player or, or coach or whoever has had. Right. I'm not selfish, it, because if I wanted to be selfish, I can say, I know everything because I made it. So y'all listen to me. There's nobody else, right? <laughs> well, couldn't we, could, you know, I could be like that, but that's
1: yeah, not yeah.
2: I want to bring a band in. I want to bring an Anthony in. I want y'all to talk to the kids, because your story is different than mine. I need to, re- I need to resonate with every kid that I work with. Right. How do I do it? I bring in other people. I know. I don't
0: want to get off with a whole another show, but, man, uh, on, on the screen, you see, man, my man Vic wanted thoughts. Uh, I, we, we got a little bonus. We got a little bonus five. We'd probably get another five extra minutes in and, uh, and touch this topic. I, I don't know if we'll be able to touch in the whole five minutes, but man, it's man. the whole thoughts on play, uh, coaches want players to specialize in one sport Dude, and, uh, and I, rather ridiculous. than play multiple
1: sports. Like, Dude, it's ridiculous. I, and I... Huh. And I had a basketball team. I told my parents this. I didn't have not one kid on that team that was a basketball player. They played basketball. They were not basketball players. I'm like, your son needs to play another sport. I think Nick Saban has said out loud that he don't recruit guys who only play one sport. Okay. It's There's so many advantages to playing at least two sports. And I'm going to say this. For now, let's just say. We had a guy. I'm, I'm. We had a guy, Brian Bridgewater, piggybacking pick, pick on you, Andrew, what you said earlier. He went to my school, a small school. Six five, like two thirty in high school. Yeah. He made catches, dude, that I've never seen before. Cause he, he was a basketball. He was a big rebounder, so he could body him stuff, right? His parents didn't want him to mess his fingers up, cause they thought he was gonna play basketball on the next level. So they wouldn't even let him play defense, dude. Cause don't, look, don't get me started. So he quit football and country on basketball. Went to LSU, but he's six five. He's like a center. You ain't gonna go nowhere six five, dude. That's a guard, right? <laughs> That's a guard. Nowadays, then, yes, sir. Then look. Then in senior year, he decides oh, I'm gonna go off for football as a tight end. That dude had NFL written all over him. Period. He was Tony wow. Gonzalez, bro. I, I should, dude. He made a catch in a playoff game that I'm like, it's it's impossible. He came down with. It. It's impossible. But, but is there? What was that? But, But no, is there a formula
0: to you know outside outside of your book, and I'm sure you can go over this because you will see Reggie himself will see the kids uh, up close and personal, be able to examine them and put them through rigorous training to find out. But is is there a formula that you go through if if a if a parent's like, well, little little Bobby's played baseball his life, but this coach is saying that. Another thing is now all sports go all year round basketball, food, they all go all year round. So, they but is there, is there a formula that you could use to tell parents? Because I've I tried to tell people, and when they stuck on that, yeah, well, because if he's six foot four in the eighth or ninth grade, like in that in that transition, we don't know if he's gonna grow past six foot four. And like you said, now nah, that's a guard, that ain't. You know, he's going to play forward or center. So I, I try to tell him, but I don't want to be responsible for it. White said, no, he shouldn't. So is there, you got, you got a formula or is there something, I mean, through examination?
2: I played, I played football, basketball, and I ran track in high school. I think every kid should at least run track, right? Preach. I think, I think basketball helps a kid, especially a bigger kid, with footwork and then when you go onto the football field you can utilize that movement that lateral movement now you also got kids that are training if you're not training so behind like yeah so behind you know so as a parent today you have to really understand and gauge how much your kid is doing because you guys when i was young we only had summer league basketball so we were after school was over, we didn't play basketball, I mean, you know, like on an organized uh, team until the summer. Now you got AAU going on, you got all of these things. So now you got to be careful and mindful about injury because doing too much, um, you know, will eventually catch up with you. But I think at the end of the day, uh, I think kids should play at least the first two years in high school. I think they should play multiple sports. And then – You know, after that sophomore year, if you say, okay, I'm 6'3", I'm probably not going to get any much bigger, then you start thinking, like, more logically. What's my best opportunity to uh, obtain a scholarship? So then you want to really focus and train on your skill set. And and a lot of kids don't understand that the difference between a five-star and a one-star kid is usually just skill. Like, I can take that five-star, and he probably can play, like, the first year, right? Because he's got the skills. He's got the hips. Right. He's got the footwork. He's smooth. He's transition, And then you got a kid that's kind of rough who hasn't been working on those areas. That's why I always focus on the skills. I yes. need to make sure that you can move efficiently. You have quick feet. You can change direction, and your hips are smooth as butter. If if a kid comes in and he's like that, I can just plug and play him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just teach him, and then, shit, he's an athlete, right? So I I think, you know, the first two years of high school, play everything until you figure out what it is that you want to focus on. Because ultimately, your body's going to determine where you ultimately be, right? If I'm 5'10", I ain't playing. I was good in basketball, but I ain't going to the NBA more than likely. I'm looking at the odds, right? Right, right. So uh, I think people have to weigh that.
1: And track is important. I, I talked about this yesterday. Dude, there are... I went on the, uh, on the summer league circuit two years in a row with my team. It will make you pull your hair out the amount of kids who don't know how to freaking run. Like, just the normal mechanics of running. Yep. Like, how do you not know how to run? I mean, Zion Williamson is a kid. Exa- that He has no idea how the mechanics of foot placement. <laughs> t- dude, I don't, I don't want to get into the track team. But, dude, there's so many people that have no idea how to just basic running. Everybody can kills, run track, right? If, well, that, you,
2: if you are a football player and you run track and you, you master that, when you go to camp, oh. and you run a 4-3, guess what? You're going you're gonna to get a lot of
1: attention. At 5-9 at or, five, five, huh? yeah, yeah. at or five ten, At 5-9 or 5-10, if you run that time, you're going to grab somebody's attention, period.
2: It's true story. We got some kids that um, played on our A-8, um, our 7-on-17. Uh, seven and now they can flat out uh, play. Um, but they're on the shorter side at corner. I think they're around five eight five nine, And they've been working on the skill set. Um, uh, they work with a couple NFL guys, too. So, you know, they, they're getting coached up right. And, um, you know, after the 7-on-7 seven seven season, man, they just started getting offers out of everywhere, from everywhere, because skill set was so good. And they both run track, so they mm-hmm. got speed. So that just nullifies the fact that you say I'm five eight. I can't make it be one. Hey, we got two guys right here that are five eight, five nine on a good day. But they are gonna cover whoever is the, whoever's out there that they're going. They're gonna cover them and they can run. So get in track and work on your skill set. Those are the two more for me the most important no. thing. Because once you work on skill set, meaning if I'm a DP and I can't turn my hips. You know it's done. You, you're not as it's gonna be hard for you to, to get into that
0: lineup yes all right, right. So that's what I'm gonna do reg we about to close out and appreciate you coming I'm gonna need a bunch of information from you so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell people van and I gonna tell people how we feel about you for a minute <laughs> and uh <clears throat> so no because if, if you got all this on you you know if how they can how they can get in contact with you uh where to pick your book up uh consulting and and, and and you know what I know I talked to you a couple years ago and I know your 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 business uh acumen has changed since we talked some some time ago but you and I had that same concept I'm in the midwest you in the south about the uh seminars I mean it's absolutely needed my mother was a single mom I'm the first person to actually finish college I'm not the first person to start college I'm the first person to be offered a full scholarship and the one thing, I, you know, I kind of, which I like to talk to people about, and I and I, I'm so sensitive about, is when people say, I talk to women who their kids and they got this thought. My mother told me I was getting letters from Colorado, all over the country. My mother told me that you can go wherever you want. I like, I love those. You can go wherever you want, as long as I can, as long as I can see you. Hold on though, As long as I can drive to see you. So now it ain't like where can you go and play and you can fly or whatever, it's that. Right. So, you know, most of us love her. Your mama more than anything on, on earth. So so that puts me down driving five, six hours. And that threw a lot of schools out out of the out of the running or whatever. But, you know, but like I said, you may be explaining it to them more. And if it's worth it, because sometimes kids need to get away from home. I know yeah. we play with a lot of people who had to get away from their environment. As yeah. far as you don't want to be in driving distance, you want far enough away. Right. But I I want to get everybody all the information. If like I said, you have it on hand now, we can get it on hand now. If not, we well, can take I, a couple seconds and recap.
2: Yeah, the best the best way to uh, get in contact with me is on uh, using our website. It's www.zstudentathlete.org, and you can actually there's a link where you can uh, pre-order the paperback, or you can do the ebook. Which is uh, a link is sold on Amazon, and we became a number one bestseller in multiple categories last weekend uh, from my ebook. So the information is good. Everybody who have purchased it, they loved it. We're getting great feedback from it, and um, like I said, man, I put a lot of tips in there because I came from a single parent household. I almost slipped through the cracks. I had to go through it to the junior college route, and I still came out on the other end. At the end of the day, that's what it's all about, and that's what it all comes down to. It doesn't matter. I didn't have a D in front of the college that I went to. It wasn't D1, D2, or D3. It was a junior college, and I still made it to the NFL. So it doesn't matter where you guys start. It's where you finish and and how much work you're going to put in to uh, put yourself in position and take – taking advantage of those opportunities. And that's what my whole organization is about, is talking to kids about being entrepreneurs and thinking differently, thinking about how important it is educational-wise when you pick a school. So all of these things are within the program. I, I wanted to give them everything that I lacked uh, when I came out. So those are the, the things that um, I wrote in the book, and those are the things we do in a consulting. When we're an entrepreneur mindset, man, we think
0: different. Right. Hey, I want to get, uh, well, two last. Medangle, let us get you off here, Reg, man. you do. Hey, I, do, I don't know if you can read the screen. Can you read the screen? Because I want I, you to see, see it for Anwar. you.
2: I told Anwar I was going to come up and see him uh, in December. I haven't been to Kentucky since 97.
0: He so, wants the book, uh, Reggie. He said hook a brother up. <laughs>
2: Why Why the why brother always got to be? A whoa, whoa, nah, whoa,
1: whoa. <laughs> but, but, but how much? How much, how much is, is, is Stu making, man? Stu needs to purchase that yeah, book, man. Come on, man. Uh, come <laughs> on, man, Stu. Hey,
2: hey I'm going to tell you, Anwar. I know you listening. What we should do is get a copy of every uh, student in Kentucky, the high school. You guys need to start working with them damn high school athletes in Kentucky. <laughs> That's one thing we should all do is, uh, I, I you know Stu can't do I, that I, though. I ain't gonna Stu can't do things, it. But Band know who I'm talking about. Yeah, talking about you. going to Kentucky and doing some things. All of us, because I think at the end of the day, we did something everybody's not able to do, you know. And I think all of us coming together and um, going to schools in Kentucky or wherever and speaking to the kids. I think that's a great thing. And I think that's something that all of us can do.
0: Yeah. and we can't yep. do it because NCAA rules. But real <laughs> real quick.
2: We can. We all can. Do, hey, put us, hey, give us the information. We'll make the call. And we can make it happen.
0: Real quick. One more time. I just, I just, that's I the other
2: wanna, thing. I just want to be a beacon of, of hope with some kid who didn't think that they could, right. like myself. And someone invested in me and made me believe in myself and at the end of the day i accomplished a lot of things still accomplishing things based right. off of other people investing in me so i want to be that guy that invests in other people
0: and when i'll piggybacking off of you just saying that i, I had this up here several times because mrs stella white darden she wasn't stella white darden when i played with you but i remember when i was a db when we had our first fan day and you, I was standing between you and George. And when y'all got done, she was hugging. you know, I said, take it." And she, I was like, I'm going to take her. And, and, and y'all did, man. Because a couple weeks later, I was calling her. It's like, Mom, I'm trying to come home. I don't want to be here.
1: <laughs> but
0: for, but I, I, I'm, when you get off the phone, she going she gonna to call me and say, that's that dude. That's that guy. So <laughs> so you, when you talk about you want to make a difference, you made a difference on a dude on that level. And I'm sure you made a difference for a mother. So people don't really understand like I said, the impact what you're trying to do can have. Because I was going to leave Lexington, Kentucky, if it wasn't uh, for positive dudes, you know, having that's my back.
2: About, man. That's, a, yeah. that's what it's about, man. That's what it's all about is investing in other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. I hate when I see guys not, you know, um, wrap their arms around other people because we don't know what what everyone came from. We all came from different yeah. situations. Like, we should uplift each other and, 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 and be big brothers or mentors. We all need men in some point of our lives. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I've never I've always been humble and I've always wanted to give back to other people. Like that's just my nature. Point blank period. That's why that's why I'm so passionate about this, because like I said, think about if you would have left Kentucky, you know what I'm saying? Like things may not have worked out the way you thought that they would have worked out because you left, but you stood with it and you, you made it. And, you know, you, you're saying, thank me. And, and uh, that makes me feel good because, you know, that's what I strive to do. I, I really strive to help other people. So, you know, I appreciate that.
0: All right, so you said I, – I, I meant to bring this up earlier because it sounded like D. It's T-H-E, thestudentathlete.org. T-H-E, yeah, thestudentathlete.org.
2: It's,
1: it's a nice okay. site, too, bro. That's, hey, that's, I'm spending
2: a lot of money on that site. Dude, so that's, be nice.
1: that's, <laughs> that's a nice – and and you can schedule a, a, a consultation, too. Yeah, so, that's so, the so, best um,
2: thing. Um, I, I put that, that feature on there because parents have questions and yep. I want to be able to sit down and talk to you about your kid every kid has a different situation going on so when we're able to sit down and talk about those situations we can we can come up with a plan of action for that kid every kid is different
1: yeah yeah man that's it's that's good stuff man hey i appreciate
2: you guys for letting me come on man and I definitely want to hook up with y'all uh sometime in the new, we I'm 40s. About to be forty-eight, so remember, like we were like, <laughs> we were like 22 I, well, I know I was around that age when I got to Kentucky. Yeah, man, I'm I'm forty-seven.
0: Yeah, wow. yeah. Cause you was on the te- you was on the beginning of my first getting here, and I spent another f- five years here. So yeah, that's yeah. about right. Yeah.
2: yeah, but I mean, I treasure you know, as bad as I felt like Kentucky was, I. You always got to take something positive out of every situation.
1: Right. I yes. met yeah.
2: some great guys in Kentucky, as bad as that whole situation, and I still <laughs> communicate with Coach Curry. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, out of all of that, you know, you put that in the past, it made me who I was. I'm going to tell you, Coach Smith really helped me in, in, as well because that junior year when I was playing just special teams, it helped me um, have a film on special teams for the NFL it also helped me write goals down Mm. and when i go to schools and speak i always talk about writing the goals down and not just thinking them and locking them in here
1: right
2: coach smith is the reason why i wrote those goals down because i was so angry and so mad and so upset but i said i'm not gonna let anybody stop me from being successful and being who i am you know what i'm saying like I hear kids always talk about, oh, coaches, they're doing this and that. I said, dude, I went through the same thing. Once you get on yeah. the field, if if you outshine the coaches, they're not going to say, oh, you, you're too good. We're going to put you over right. here. You right. have to show you might have one to two opportunities. You better make those opportunities good opportunities. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I don't yeah. even yeah. want
2: to hear about like <laughs> Go to the league and, and, and say that. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
2: So, so take – you know all we need is one opportunity to to be successful you know what i'm saying so that's my message and and always try to look for a positive in every negative situation
0: yeah, absolutely right, that's good, good stuff good stuff deuce the yeah, original yeah. deuce that's the original deuce i'm tell Tim that but uh no but uh, man we appreciate you rich man you know we're going to be able to check oh, the wait. podcast out we're going to get the podcast i'm going to get this one up good cuz this this is good stuff man even if i got to stay up late night and work over but uh yeah
2: send that to me i appreciate it
0: yeah, man. We appreciate you coming out, man. Anytime you want to join back on, you got some information to, to spew to the kids because yep. what they're going through now, that was a whole other thing we need to get into, so we may have you back on real soon because hey man, people – uh, I'm going to
2: come see you in Anwar when I um – I'm, I'm going to be in Atlanta probably in December, so I, I decided I'm going to drive up to Kentucky, so uh, I'm going to hit you up when I get up there so we can kind of like chill out, maybe go catch lunch or something.
0: Oh yeah, we definitely gonna be up here. and we already said it's on him. So yeah, we.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, steak and lobster
0: Yeah, we we definitely gonna do that, man. But but uh, man, appreciate you, man. Good work, man. Appreciate everything you did, man, and uh, everything you've done and accomplished, man. Let me know if we can help you. Want to come back on? You got something yeah. else you need to uh, put out there? We, we hear it, man. You're, you're anytime, you you welcome anytime, brother. All right, All right, man. Right, I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff, man. Man, look at you! You dropped another bomb, and you did it once again. Man, reaching out, reaching out to your connections. Oh. Man, man. brought through an, another excellent show. What are you? What are you two and Two and Yeah, I guess.
1: Uh, I guess hey, I mean, me. you
0: know, you know, I just. You know, but uh, no, but good stuff, man. Good stuff. But that that that, that was actually some some real good stuff, and I think that's gonna transfer good on podcast. So. So y'all check this podcast. I was gonna be good. People,
1: stuff. seriously, I'm gonna I'm put that that side up. I'm gonna retweet that on top of the the other tweets I had of the book. It's it's legit, man. There's nothing like talking to someone who's been there. Right? Fifteen minutes of your time um, to get some knowledge for hope. And I know it's a reasonable cost. Get yourself some knowledge. Set your kid up for for the future, man. It's huge and and get that book man i think it's only like four bucks on on a kindle so get the book man it's not that much get the book and and you'll get something from it and everything reggie said is real man like that dude's
0: genuine dude i don't talk good about everybody i was around and reggie was a senior when i was a real freshman a true freshman so i only spent one year with that guy and you know he made an impact on me so he's a genuine guy so it ain't one of these guys trying to prosper off a kid or trying to make money so yeah, I'm 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 with Van for once, man. Go go check the <laughs> book out. There's a couple dollars. Like I said you got to do some consultation with him or whatever. But man, the guy's a genuine dude, man. He's a genuine dude, man. And the, and the biggest thing is he's been through a lot of those struggles. Like the struggles, you if you you can't name a struggle that you gonna go through that he ain't been through yet, as far as, right. far as athletic is concerned. So
1: he 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 went the long route. He went the long <laughs> route. He, <laughs> yes. he didn't go. He, He didn't go the easy route. He went the long route. He went to JUCO. And you know how JUCO freaking facilities are. You're not treated like a superstar at JUCO, man. And then he came to Kentucky, had to to sit a year. Then he went, you know what I'm saying? He went to the league. So, come on, man. All conference, got drafted. So, he went the long way around, man. All right, man. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. We'll be back next week. And next week,
0: we'll be in September, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll be in September next show. So, all right, man. Happy, happy August, man. Stay safe, man. And and watch out for those tornadoes. Watch out for Laura. That's my sister's name, Laura.
1: Have Have a good
0: weekend, man. All right, man.